Hello, millennials. Welcome to the Millennials Talk. Today we have the millennials of the day, Aninda Dewa Yanti. Hi, thank you, Juan, for Aninda Dewa Yanti is a researcher. What is researcher about? A uh, researcher is actually basically they are scientists. Yeah. Uh, so they are trying. They are trained in science with either, either it is social science or it is natural science, and then they have their labs. Either it is tangible labs or it is society as a lab. Yeah. What research do you do? I do research in politics um, uh, and also multidisciplinary studies, mm. uh, including sociology, anthropology, and all. And I also do a country country based research in Asia, which is Indonesia, where I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. coming from. Yeah. So now you are doing a research on Indonesia. Indonesia and Southeast Asia. Okay, mm. okay. What specifically about Indonesia that you are researching? Politics, of course, and also the societal movements. And um, uh, what I'm focusing on in is a uh, uh, government relation with yeah. a national, national, national government, national and local government relations, mm, mm. as well as environmental politics, because I do research about haze. So yeah, that's kind of thing that I do. So almost all kind of things Indonesian. Yes, Indonesian politics. Indonesian yeah. politics. Okay, great. And um, how did you get into this uh, researching role? All right. Uh, I was trained in international relations, which is part of the sub, uh, uh, what is that, sub field in, in yep. politics. And also I did uh, further studies for masters in Asian politics. And uh, those training were actually the starting point of my career right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, my profession in, in, the, in the office is actually research officer. It's yeah. not full, re full researcher, yeah. right? So yeah. research officer is an early stage of researcher. So it can be research fellow. So after, after this, okay. I can be a research fellow, I can be associate fellow or visiting fellow. So it's like uh, those people, those scholars. Yeah. If you're talking about scholars in universities, in think tanks, they are very... Uh, Wonderful. So I'm in the early stage of it. Mm, mm, so mm. yeah, I think that's my age. <laughs> do, you, do you plan to go? Uh, like you say, there are levels of researcher, yes, of right? Course, uh, of do you plan to go to a what research fellow? Um, What's the highest? The highest is actually, uh, of course, professors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, from from visiting fellow, from fellow, you can also be in academia in, yeah. in professorship, right? So you got a job in the university and then you become a professor okay. so that's that's the what is it, ultimate uh, yeah. dream of, of every researcher uh, but I think that's long way to go right? one yeah. <laughs> as, as you as you may figure out so Aninda is uh, from Indonesia uh, doing Indonesian studies yeah. um, now doing Indonesian studies research right yeah, yeah. how is it like in Singapore to be an expat um, to be an expat in Singapore as a researcher, yeah. it is very interesting. As we know, Singapore is like a hub for everything, right? including yeah. in research in academia. So uh, when I was in, back in Indonesia, I, cannot have a, I couldn't have an access to those scholars mm. who come by to Asia. So those American scholars, European scholars who come back to Asia, uh, they only stop in Singapore. Yeah. So here I have a privilege, I have an access to them, to talk mm. to them, to, yeah. to you know, have an access to all the publication because I'm affiliated in one of uh, the best institution in, in Asia. So that kind of privilege is kind of different if you compare it when I was in, mm. in 
uh, in Indonesia. And also, I think the second one is, is an access to language. Yeah. Because we are not native, right? I mean, we're speaking Indonesia. Hello, bahasa Indonesia di mana-mana, man. You know, gue lo setiap hari, kan? So I think uh, the privilege of living in Singapore, interacting, uh, you know, having an interaction with your fellow colleagues, your fellow uh, researchers, I think that's that's one of the most mm. wonderful privilege. And as a research officer, I have two kind of jobs actually. Yeah. The the job description first is research, and second is the officer. Okay. <laughs> so research is you're doing actual research. You you design methods. You mm. go to the field, interview people, and you know you write something. You write research journal article right and officer is you organize events uh webinar because related now, to your related research, to my research your, your topic. Yeah. okay it can be my research or it can be the office the department research and you know those things that related to public discourses because mm. we have the responsibility to build public discourses yep. on, on certain things right especially in indonesian studies yeah and uh, with this COVID 19 and last year was the election uh, it was, I was just like so stressed out during the one whole year because we have the responsibility to, to educate people yeah, about yeah. what is actually happening in Indonesia. Yeah. So those two things is actually a good um, sources for my skill, you know. At one side, I have to do research on my own with my team sometimes. At the other hand, I also have to, you know, engage with people and to know how to actually uh, expose myself out there and how how actually how to actually disseminate what I'm, I've been doing to mm, the public mm. so that's a, the responsibility that yeah, I have to, yeah, to yeah, do yeah. so that's why I have to be in on TV I have to write in, in you know newspapers columns and all yeah yeah, yeah. Really and I think uh, Singapore is uh, among the countries that have uh, access to a that. lot of overseas Indonesians right yes, yes yeah that's sure. why I think uh, when during the election politicians came here to, yes. to gain vote yeah. Okay, where can you find the most Indonesian in Singapore? Uh, <laughs> I think Orchard. <laughs> I in Orchard. Because uh, we want to play some quiz. All right. We have Aninda, since you do Indonesian studies, I have some uh, quizzes for you uh, yeah. pertaining to Indonesia. Is that difficult? Uh, well, it's going to be easy. And also because we are still in the Raya vibe, uh, mm -hmm. you know, post-Ramadan, so I do have some something related to that. Okay? Okay, all right. Yep. Okay, yep. Okay. How many provinces in Indonesia? 34. 34? Yeah. What's the most east? Provinces? Yeah. Papua. Okay, what's the most west? Uh, Aceh. Aceh, good. How many islands in Indonesia? Uh, 18,000 islands. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the second most, second most, how do you call that? Uh, the religion with the second most believers? Indonesia. Um, Second. Of course, the first one we know. Okay. I mean, Indonesia is the, the most populous country. Yeah, good. Yes. <laughs> who is the, since you're in politics, who is yeah. the third president of Indonesia? Okay. Uh, <laughs> is that Megawati Sukarno Putri? No, if that's fourth, okay. Habibi. Habibi. Yeah. Who's your favorite? My favorite. This is a tough question, man. Um, I don't know. We see what's her political. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a favorite? I think Sukarno. Sukarno, Sukarno is the best. Why? Because it's very. Um, he is a true leader. Okay. You know, he has okay. that charisma. He has that idea. You know, design. 
who who is like your your most favorite Indonesian figure? Um, tokoh, you know, like tokoh, tokoh Indonesia. Indonesia. Um, I can speak Indonesian, by the way. Okay, <laughs> shall we? Shall we? Yeah, we can. <laughs> we can mix it up. So, tokoh uh, yang paling diminati. Tokoh di bidang apa nih? It's the the Terserah si, uh, if I say Indonesian figure, who? I don't know, man. I think I don't know. I really any, don't know. Any pahlawan, pahlawan Indonesia. Okay. Um. Heroes, national heroes. Um. Oh, in politics, let's let's since she's into Indonesian politics. Well, uh, oh, I. <laughs> I cannot say anything about it because okay. <laughs> Mas, I don't know. <laughs> Bentar ya. Um, okay, tiga nama-nama ikan. <laughs> That's very joke. Tiga nama-nama ikan. Kapal uh, <laughs> sepeda nih kalau benar. Okay. Are we in, still in the, in a, in, a, in that question? Yeah. Okay. Tiga nama-nama ikan. Ini beneran? Iya. Yeah. Um, ikan kembung, ikan emas, and ikan lele. <laughs> okay, good. Ikan lele is uh. Pecelele, yeah, I'm sure we hey, all know hey. Pecelele. Okay, now... Uh, you don't have any people. Sorry? You don't have any people. Pecelele. We have lele. We have ikan keli. Oh, pecelele. ikan keli. Okay. Pecelele. Ayam okay. penyet, pecelele. Yeah, we do have that. Okay. okay, last one. Last one. Okay, these are some of the Indonesian terms that you usually hear during Ramadan or Raya. So now let's have Aninda to explain to us. What is, if she knows, let's see whether she knows, okay. yeah? What is mudik? <laughs> of course, you know. She explained this on, on national television. So, what's mudik? <laughs> mudik is a is a exodus, mass exodus. Yeah. And then it's also uh, one period of the <laughs> of the year <laughs> where people are returning home yeah. to spend raya and um, uh, Ramadan and raya together with their family. She still memorizes her script. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's ngabuburit? Okay, guys, listen Ngabuburi. properly. Yeah? Ngabuburit. Yes. Yeah? Okay, listen. It's it's uh, it, it's not 18 plus or whatever. It's uh, ngabuburit. What is that? Oh, why is it 18 plus? No, I'm not going <laughs> to explain here. Okay, okay. Uh, ngabuburit is also one period of time when it's closer to buka, buka puasa, okay. uh, breakfast, and also when people... Uh, hang out, you know, mm. going out for jokes, for you know, spending time with families, or buying takjil. We call it takjil. Yeah, because my next question is, what's takjil? Takjil is uh, basically it's dessert. dessert. Oh, no, no, appetizer. Appetizer. Yeah, okay. Before buka. So ngabuburit is the period of time. Hear this, okay? Yeah. Uh, nothing, after asar. Yeah. After uh, asar, not, nothing. Um, nothing specific or anything. <laughs> Because it, it can it can sound a bit wrong in 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 uh, Singapore or in Malaysia. Oh, really? So um, it's basically a period of time where you get get prepared to break your fast. Yeah. To break your fast, but you go out for it. Okay. What's bukber? Buka bersama. Buka bersama. Breakfast together. Do you know what's puasa beduk? <laughs> hey, you do that. <laughs> what's puasa beduk? Puasa beduk is uh, half day puasa. How they want yeah, that. so you 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 breakfast during the zuhur. Okay. okay, who do that? <laughs> I did that. <laughs> <laughs> or usually, you know, when when uh, kids, 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 yeah. 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 When I was kid, I did that often. And last one, whether you know uh, which part of Indonesia you're from? Central Java. Central Java. So I think this is quite Javanese. Mm. Padusan. Padusan. Padusan is a place where you go. Adus. Uh, Adus is. Taking shower lah. Okay. But it's actually not taking shower because shower is like this, right? Yeah. Like 
there is a depends. <laughs> yeah, depends. Well, I, I do, I do bathtubs. So oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> well, you're an exception. But Paduson is actually a bathtub, but yeah. like a jupe, like a very. So what what is that like? What activity is this? Paduson is in. I, I I'm not sure about this, but all I know is that you do you wash your body during the first day of Surah. Mm. Muharram. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, it's a very Japanese tradition. Yep. To to you know, because Japanese believe in animism, yeah, yeah, animism, yeah. right? So they go to the to the what is that? Kolam, kolam yeah. yeah. Uh, kolam, and then you wash yourself. Have you have you have you done that? Of course not. No. No. <laughs> All correct. Yay! Yes. Good. Now, yes. last point. Uh, do you have anything to say to our millennials out there? Millennials out there, I think I would specifically direct this to the millennials in Indonesia. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, uh, I think there are a lot of potential out there, you know, outside of Indonesia. If you have skills, mm. at least English skills, yeah. or maybe you have an access to something beyond Indonesia, yeah. I think just go for it. Yeah. Um, I couldn't speak English until 2015, mm -hmm. five years ago when we met. Mm -hmm. So, before that, I didn't speak English at all because yeah. I was from village. So when I got into Singapore, and that was the first time I, I learned English, and that's why my English is like this, mm -hmm. mixed between Singapore and Japanese. Japanese English. Japanese English, like that mix. Uh, yeah, but I think uh, if you have an opportunity for that, just go for it. And after that, you can figure out what skills you have yeah. along the way and what kind of job that you really want. So it's like a one, it's not always one line, but it, it's one direction yep. together. You know, you, you pick up one skill, you pick up another skill, and then you go into direction uh, mm. uh, along the way. What can Singaporean millennials <laughs> learn from the life of expats here in Singapore? Uh, I think Singaporean millennials have to be, you know, just take it easy, you know. Um, because expats, they're very chill, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, what do you mm -hmm. think about us, but I think Singaporean, they're very casual, you know, very uh, competitive, <laughs> competitive, yeah. So sometimes they don't give us a chance to, to at least explore things. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, for Singapore, Singaporean millennials, you have a lot of access, you have a lot of, uh, you know, opportunities here. Just, I think, make use of it yeah. while you can. Uh, otherwise, we will conquer you. <laughs> That's it. Our millennials of the day. Okay, lo, Aninda Dewayante. Thank you. Thank you, one, for inviting me.